Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Um, I'm joined today, it's Simon by the way, in case you didn't recognise the voice, uh, if you're a new listener maybe. Um, I'm joined today by Fraser. Hi Fraser, how are Hello, you? Hello, all good thanks, all good, all good. All good. Just, just the two of us, not the three wise men leading up to Christmas, just the, the two wise men. <laughs> um, so we'll be reviewing Blackpool and Northampton, a couple of good results, and previewing uh, Wimbledon and Plymouth if we don't get a chance to do uh, another pod before we, we play Plymouth. So, um, yeah, Blackpool and Northampton. We'll kind of cover them in as a whole, I guess, rather than keeping them to, to one or the other. But, uh, yeah, Blackpool away, nil-nil. Um, with Blackpool... Having gone on a really good run of form, um, started the season a bit sort of shaky, but I guess that's with a new manager and a new style and new players, a lot of new players coming in, took them a while to settle down. And then Northampton 4-0, sort of not a great first half, um, but as soon as we got on top and started scoring goals, 4-0, great result. So uh, did you... um, Obviously, we, we we didn't attend any of the Blackpool game, but did you watch that one, Fraser, or the Northampton game? Uh, I think I listened to the Blackpool game. It, it, it feels yeah. like years ago. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it, with this year and the dates? Yeah. Sort of like, oh, yeah, that was two days ago, but it feels like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember thinking, oh, that is a shame because we probably would have uh, done the, the sort of weekend that we usually do. Um, mm, but yeah. yeah, I think I was happy with that point. I'm now even trying to remember how I felt about it. Yeah. I, th- I think <laughs> I was happy with that point because I thought, well, they, they seem to sort of be an all right side. Um, and yeah. we were worried, weren't we? Because weren't we? they've got um, a few of our former players. Um, yes. So, uh, well, players. absolutely, yeah. So, <laughs> I, was, I, I think you, you know, you've got to absolutely be uh, happy with a draw up there. Um, and, yeah, I, um, I don't know a huge amount to say about that game. There was, a, there was, was it Atkinson yeah. come off injured, didn't he? He did, yes, yeah. Um, and Messino went on and, and nearly got a winner at the end. Yeah. Sort of a diving header and a great double save from the keeper or a save from the keeper and they had chances I think there was a, a deflected shot that um, I think hit the crossbar or, or Stevens made a good save from I can't quite remember but yeah it was a quite a, a good game and, a, and an even game and they yeah. could have won it we could have won it but I think ultimately nil nil away there with their form was was pretty good yeah we've got to be happy with that haven't we absolutely and um you know it's uh it's it's not been that kind to us in recent years has it i think we i think we um there was that game it was an away game in february where we got our first away win of the season <laughs> yeah right. yes, i think yeah, it was for um, a free kick but was it was it uh yeah, jordan oh, oh now. yeah um, um oh. Oh God's sake! What the hell is his name? The winger. Yeah. It's Jordan. That's Tomero. outrageous. Anyway, every, everyone knows who he yeah. is. The lad, T- the lad at Gillingham. Tim shouting it right now. Um, <laughs> what the hell is his name? Jordan. Oh, that's Graham. Dread. Jordan, Jordan Graham. Graham. Jordan Graham. Yeah, yes. we'll cut all that yeah. out. He's got one of those hairdresser names where you've got a first, two first names joined. Yeah. Together, so, uh, well, yeah. What, what um, I'll do is I'll cut all that out and I'll just say this bit here, <laughs> which sounds like Jordan yeah. Graham scored a free kick Graham. that day. <laughs> he did. Yes. Uh, yeah. Set, set us up for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had that game there last season where. I've never seen us lose a game that we dominated so mm. much. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then so, yeah, I think we've got to be happy with the draw there, haven't we? Um, yeah. And then the one we really want to talk about is the Northampton game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and that draw, just 
quickly go back to you know those those away draws against the team that are in form. You, you often say after a draw like that, it's like we won't know how good that is until the next game. If we yeah. lose the next game, then that's one point. If we win it like we did, all of a sudden you go okay, unbeaten in a couple of games, five points, uh, sorry, four points from two games, one's tough. It, it all of a sudden that makes that point away even better. Yeah, no, absolutely, it does. Um, and and you, you know on the um. I think I feel like we should get this bit out of the way very quickly at the start. Okay, we all know Northampton were crap. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, let's let's get that out of the way quickly. So we've said that now. <laughs> now we can take all the glo- all the glory. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it was it was amazing, wasn't it, to uh, to to get a result like that? Just just I don't remember the last time we actually battered someone with a a result like that. It was you know four nil is. Um, it it was it was just such a great feeling because so, you kind of felt even when we've won this year it hasn't really doesn't really feel like we've really do you know what I mean it doesn't really feel like we've really beaten anyone do you know what I mean it no, doesn't really feel no, like we've right. really we've, kind of, we've got wins we did, uh, but yeah. yeah I suppose um, Accrington was about the only one where yeah but even in that game that was kind of they had chances as well and it it went after they got their man sent off we kind of really took control of that game but you're right you know if we're going to wait we're 2-0 up and we look like we're cruising and then we make it hard for ourselves yeah so yeah, yeah we've not put teams away we've, no. we've not sort of gone okay we've gone a goal up we've gone two up now right let's really push that home and you're right yeah. they were a, a pretty poor side but hey we, you know we've, we've played some poor sides and, and, and then the following or we teams we think are pretty poor and then the following week they go on a decent run, Oh, this so, is it, yeah. And uh, it's, it's not a great, it's not a great league, is it? That's the, no, the and I, I mean, we, we, we have to be honest with ourselves and, and say that, um, you know, we got three points. Who gives a toss where they came from? <laughs> In the current yeah. situation, I don't know that we can really be that picky about where our points are coming from or the opposition we play. We only play what's in front of us. Yeah. Yeah, because you know you look at that and say, okay, let's let's. I know we can't pick and choose who we win against and who we don't, but if we'd have reversed those points, and you know, let's say we beat Blackpool, um, but we only draw with Northampton, then Northampton are on this. You know, they would have been, then been on the same points as us. Yeah. You know, as it is, we're now a point ahead of them because of that. You know, we we've beaten them. If they'd have beaten us, they'd have been above us. So it's often you know you want to beat the teams around you. Um, to give yourself a little bit of space at the bottom, if you can. Yeah, and they're a team we really owed a result to as well. We really owed it to ourselves to to <laughs> beat them because we've had a few yeah. dodgy games. I couldn't believe when yeah. someone posted the link. I think it was twenty fourteen that Tuesday night up mm. there where we where yeah. apparently that was the last time we beat them. I I couldn't yeah. believe it. I thought I, I can't believe that six years ago. Um, and I, I think as well, it's even longer at home that we've yeah. not beaten them. It's weird, isn't it? Is how some teams have a little bit of a. a curse on you yeah you know, and I guess in south end yeah and they they played that oh god yeah south end. I, I mean last year when um you know i know i seem to mention this game every pod now i know i know i know we i know we didn't win the playoff final in the end but what made me think we were going to go up last year is that weird things were happening like winning at roots hall <laughs> it was just ridiculous yeah. it was, oh my god yes. something might yeah. happen this year um, well, well, hopefully that, that winning at home against Northampton might be this season's version of, of that if we can yeah. string together some results. Because it's, you know, we've got games in hand. It's it's a little bit tight. There's there's no team really running away with it. You know, there's some good sides at the top, but there were some good sides at the top last season who, who fell away. Ipswich in particular. So. Yeah, and you know, you just hope um, that 
you know, winning breeds winning usually, doesn't it? You'd hope. And, mm-hmm. and, and the only annoying thing is that what we really wanted was another game four days later. And yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> um, no. So this is, I don't think it's actually COVID cases in the Bristol camp, is it? It's that they played uh, a team who had COVID. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. That, that... There seems to be lots of teams either calling games off or, you know, like I think Peterborough, haven't they? They've, they've, they've cancelled three games or postponed three games and, and I think Sunderland are, are, might have as well. There's a lot of teams that are, are doing that. I think it, it, that brings to, you know, another point into perspective as to whether, whether clubs and, and the EFL are doing things the right way. Um, I know we've... Carl Robinson's talked about that a few times, but you're right. Yeah, we've 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 got a great result, and you just want to follow it up with another game, and it's like, oh no, it's not. Yeah, not being able, we we can't get into a run. Yeah, it's, um, no, I know it's, it's enough. Sorry, I've realised I've taken us down a route there, and I've completely skipped over <laughs> us right. discussing the Northampton goals. Uh, well, <laughs> the Oxford right. goals against that's, Northampton. <laughs> that's what people tune in. For. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. If you want some well, detailed analysis, this isn't. No, welcome to Tangent <laughs> FM. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, the the uh, sorry, the goals we scored against. Northampton, right. I'm bringing us back to there. I'm bringing us back. Um, So, uh, yeah, the... um, I mean, what was your pick of the bunch, Si? (laughs) An interesting one for me was how Sean Clare's got... Coming for maybe some justifiable justifiable criticism because he's he's not been as good as we hoped he would be. Um, But when when Messenio went off, um, you know, fingers crossed that's not as as serious as, as it could be um we shall see i guess um over time but sam long you know slots in and, and, and we have a bit of a rearrange but but i think you know sean claire is is a great attacking asset and there was uh there was one that, that i think it was the first goal wasn't it that he got really sort of put the afterburners on got the cross in um nearly went in i don't know if it crossed the line anyway before matt taylor gets his head to it but i think from a sort of team goal and and, and what that maybe meant to sean claire and how that might affect the rest of the season I, it was him that that a lot of the the players went to to celebrate with yeah you know often it's the goal scorer and fair play you know those that were a little bit nearer to matty taylor went in but it was nice to see how many of our players went to sean claire to yeah. kind of give him the you know the the praise. Um, yeah, it kind of felt. Obviously, the one that caught the eye was was obviously the the Dan Agi one, but I, th- I thought there was yeah all some really good performances, some good goals, and and nice to see us having a dig from outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you mentioned the uh, Dan Agi one there. That was one of those shots where. You kind you I can't always think those never go in or those no those are never on target. How did he do that? And then you watch yeah. it if you at first you think should the keeper have got to that? And then you watch it again and think no actually no it's a really good shot and it's just something about it that it kind of I mean I was watching that on iFollow and when he hit it I did have a little moment of well that's one of those shots that doesn't go in. Um yeah. and and you know there we go. And it was yeah it was it was an amazing um Amazing goal to watch, and and I yeah. think was that the first game with some fans back? Well, no, sorry, the first no, the, with the whole game was, but but yeah, with, with the, more, than, yeah, more than yeah, with the two. That's right, back that's then. right, yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it'd be great for anyone who got to. Uh, were you at that one, side? I was, yeah, yeah, lucky enough to get a ticket for um, that, um, and it was 
talk about that Banaji goal, it, it's it wasn't unlike the one he scored at, at Shrewsbury, um, where it, it's clear the lad's got some talent. And it, he, I, I, again, going off on a tangent, there was the thing they did um, on the club website where the three of the three of the players went and made pad thai food. And he comes across as quite a quiet sort of, you know, he's he's not that outgoing kind of arrogant footballer. Yeah. He, he comes across as quite shy, but he's clearly got a, a lot of ability. And it, you wonder whether he, he needs that kind of kick up the arse, if you like, it, to get him riled up a little bit so that he's he's not as polite on the pitch as he clearly seems to be off the pitch. Yeah. Like you, want, you want him to, look, you've got a lot of pace, you've got a lot of strength, you've clearly got a lot of ability. Go and, go and use that on a football pitch. You can still be a, you know, a lovely fella off it, but just go and be a little bit more aggressive and a bit more you know, determined on the pitch because I think there's a real quality player in there. You know, Those sort of goals, you've got to have some ability to score those. And it's, it would be great if, if, if that goal gave him that bit of confidence to, to sort of show us all what he really can do. Yeah, because I mean, it, must, it must be two years we've had him now, is it? We can't be far off that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, he joined at the start of a season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, so because he he was the one who set the speed record for Burnley, didn't he? Was it Burnley? That's right, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, something to do with a speed or pace or mm. there was some sort of record yeah. that he broke. And yeah, like you said, you know, um, it, I, I'm, go, I'm talking about that Roots Hall game again. Um, he, he scored, I think that was his, maybe his first Oxford goal or I don't know. Um, but I remember yeah. he just picked the ball up and it, it, yeah, you're right. He does have this thing where he seems to just, uh, he's got something about him, uh, especially in his pace. You, you, he's one of those players who comes on and you know you're going to get some sort of sort of mm. speed out of him and, and he's going to, yeah. you know, talking from the stupidest sort of fan perspective here, as I am about to, um, I just kind of think <laughs> my brain works like, well, defenders will be tired. So if someone who's fast runs at them, <laughs> can you see, yes. can you understand yeah. why I've not been given a job in football? It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, that does seem to make sense. And, and quite often, you know, he's running at defenders that might well be on a yellow card as well if it's yeah. towards the end of the game. It gives him that extra little bit of, of a chance to... To yeah, take him no, on. So maybe you know, maybe that sort of super sub tag is going to be his for a while. And and hey, well, if, you know, if he can come on and score goals like that, especially when Matt Taylor's already got a couple, or you know, he's already scored. So yeah, you're not bringing him on because the other centre forward's not doing his job. You're bringing him on to you know try and really put a game to bed. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to see Rob Hall get on as well. And he he was kind of involved and won the ball back really well for Aggie's goal. He was did his defensive duties well. Yeah. He got got the tackle in and won the ball. Yeah. We we seem to have this conversation once in a while, don't we, about Rob Hall and, and um mm. what exactly his future's going to be. Um I, I, I must admit I, I, I'm not entirely sure what his current contract situation is. Is he on a one year extension? Good question. Um, I'm not sure. Um yeah, I, I think he might be. Um, it was it, there was some there was something renewed in the summer, wasn't that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but we we did then I think renew his contract and kept him in. And apparently, when he came back from from Forest Green, he kind of bulked up a little bit and and was although he didn't feature, I don't think, in the squad for the playoff finals. He was he was around the squad in because of his. You know how well he was playing. He, they felt it he, he was an asset to have him there, and and he's, you know, we all know what Rob Hall's like. He's a real bubbly character, and and yeah. great to have around as well, as well as being 
I think he came on at Blackpool as well and, and did pretty well. Um, yeah, he did, he was yeah. Involved, I think, with the free kick for, for Massinho's header, if my memory's not playing tricks with me. He, you know, he, he came on and was involved there. So sometimes sort of players don't always start much at the start of the season, but as as the season goes on, perhaps they get more involved. And he's one I'd like to see because we, again, like Dan Edge, you, you know what he, he is capable of. You've only got to think back to that goal against Swindon at the county ground that was you know to have the ability to do that is is something and and I think Robbie's got that pace as well yeah you never know do you I mean, we, we, I'd, you'd love to see um, him make a big contribution and and because he's one of those players we've talked about them a lot I think we usually name Sam Long in this category you mm. really want it to work for him there's some players. I mean, you want it to work for every player, but there's some you especially just because of the the, the story that comes with them, or the you know the, the, their their relationship with the club. There's some that you really want it to work well. And I think was Hall's first spell with us 2011, 2010, something like that. Yeah, so, he was only you know, yeah. a kid, wasn't he? A real youngster. Yeah. So I mean, we're going we're going back almost a decade uh, to the start mm. of his kind of. Uh, playing time with Oxford and and yeah, there's there's some players more, for some reason that you just really want it to work for them. Um, and yeah, he's uh, he's certainly one of those. It's taken Sam Long a hell of a long time. I mean, to about Robbie Hall being here a decade. I, I'm sure Sam has as a as a youngster and coming up through the academy. And certainly, he must have. I bet he's made his debut probably <laughs> I don't know, six or eight years. Yeah, ago. yeah. You know, and yet he's still quite young and and a little bit of a late developer in terms of getting in the side and staying in the side. But yeah, I think he's he's a a, a really useful asset, especially with the with the injuries we've got at the back. And do, do you know what's funny as well is that um, whenever Sam Long sort of does quite well in the team, um, so I mean I, I I've uh, grown up and live in Bicester, right? So uh, on social media. All of the posts, like they, they always appear when he does well. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being as I was his best mate at school, I'm like, how many best friends did he have? This is amazing. And it's the same with Buckinghamshire people when George Baldock does something. The sort of uh, steeple Claydon area, yeah, it all becomes. Oh yeah, yeah, George, yeah, yeah, yeah the bolt, yeah, yeah. I knew them. I knew that. How many people know them? Christ. <laughs> it, it, yes. No, you're right. It, I think there's there's that uh, there's that nice sort of feeling to get from, a, from knowing <laughs> somebody who's done well don't get, uh, don't get me wrong awesome. i'm not excluding myself being that i'm from bister <laughs> i basically think so i'm obviously went to school with well him. i'm basically his brother i'm basically his brother yeah. yeah i'm basically him is what i think yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's nice you know if if he's kind of living our dream for us you know we exactly yeah you know, we, none of us were, i don't know about you fraser my my footballing career was not uh, especially Stella, so uh, no. it's nice that somebody who's local is is getting to to live out our dreams and playing for our club. Coming up to Christmas, and it's something we've touched a little bit on previously about where do we need to strengthen, and 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 it was perhaps a little bit early to know, you know, based on fitness and 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 players' form and stuff like that. But uh, if what what would you think is on Carl Robinson's Christmas list, the Santa? or Tiger, or whoever it might be that he needs to write a list to. In the Oxford Mail, they're reporting that he said he wants to recruit two wingers and a centre-back, plus one other that he's not mentioning. So what, what, who, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think? Um, you know, I, th- I think even he would concede that we, we probably should have brought a centre-back in in the last window. Um, I, I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that he didn't try to, um, but we it does feel like we need 
sort someone back there, doesn't it? I mean, we don't know what do we, we don't know what the situation is with Messino, do we? So, um, no, no. but it just kind of feel like he's got a certain uh, sort of number of miles on the clock now, hasn't he? Um, well, I think whatever, even if he if if let's hope and touch wood that he you know he is fair, he can be this injury that he picked up at Northampton against Northampton isn't serious and he's back to being able to play. There's still that risk that something might happen, and and that leaves us sort of then very short. I think you're right. I think with hind, not not just with hindsight. I think at the time a lot of people were saying, I think we needed a bit of an experienced centre half who could play regularly as well, because Atkinson's clearly a talent, you know. And playing, to be fair, playing has has improved him. You know, he's looking more and more comfortable in each game, and um, and Elliot Moore, who's taken the captain's armband as well. Has, has looked better and better, but you you want to be able to rest them if necessary, or if they you know don't overplay them so they get injured, and and you know I think there's there is that sort of need for a, for an experienced head at yeah. the back as a centre half. So, Do you think we yeah. need to be prepared for a Atkinson departure um, at some point? Maybe not this window, or maybe this window, or who? What Rob Atkinson? Yeah. I I know I think he'll stay. No, yeah, uh, I think he probably stay. will. But um, yeah, the... I, I I think he's playing enough. When you say departure, what going out on loan or something? No, I meant someone coming in to buy him. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, I think perhaps it's a bit early for him. Um, in yeah. the same way that um, you know Rob Dickey, who who started perhaps at a higher level, you know, he came to us from a from a higher level or less less sort of circuitous route than than Rob Atkinson has made, but. I think you know, yeah, Rob Dickey. It it was sort of we had eighteen months or so of him playing and playing regularly, and and I think people will want to see what Rob Atkinson is about over the course of a longer period of time. Um, I think, yeah, I I can see him going on to higher things because he's got that ability. I think he looks better than Dickey carrying the ball out. To be honest, I think he said he used to be a centre midfielder, and you can kind of see that in in the way he's. He's got the ability to 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 carry the ball, um, which which is nice that we've kind of carried that on from from having Rob Dickey who can do it to Rob Atkinson who can do it. It's it's breaking the lines as the as the phrase goes, you know, carrying the ball forward is and committing their players. He's he's been great at doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, we mentioned that didn't we that, uh, about Joel Cooper going well, not mm. being with us until the summer now probably. Um, so no, it no. it seems as though. Um, yeah, he's going to look to bring a winger in. I mean, he lo- you know, mm. Mr. Robinson loves a winger, doesn't he? Um, he does. So, um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess wingers as well, by their very nature, are uh, you know, if you're buying or or, or getting a, a winger to play for for a third tier football club, they're not going to be, you know, Ryan Giggs, who's going to give you eight out of ten every week. They're going to be hit and miss. And yeah. I guess you need more of them to. Go. <laughs> they're not having a good game take one off put another one on and and, and I think there's always that risk that they're not going to be sort of consistent yeah. but they might just give you that flash of genius that will win a game but you're right he does love a winger yeah oh absolutely yeah I mean you know to be fair we probably all kind of do don't we we all love that moment where uh, a winger has the ball it's, it's late on in the second half and they're pacing down the wing, waiting to put a ball in. We all love that moment, don't we? We all get yeah. that's what we get excited about in football. But um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't get eleven of them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that you know. You think about how football's played, and sometimes it's a big lump down the middle to the centre forward from the defender, 
and that gets the ball in the box or it's a tricky winger who's taken a couple of people or got the byline and put the ball in the box and only one of those gets you out of your seat you know if you've got a winger who's picks the ball up on the halfway line and starts taking people on you know there's that kind of buzz of expectation that something's going to happen and you go go on go on you know if it's a center half lumping into the box you don't get that same kind of thrill yeah and something's about to happen do you know it's weird you you say the two types there because it's i was thinking this recently we've we've kind of avoided the uh route one manager in the last few years haven't we i mean you could say that wilder sometimes was like that but i mean the last big champion of it was probably Atkins, wasn't it? Ian Atkins was a yeah. big fan of the yeah. long ball. Um, mm-hmm. But we, we we seem to play a lot of teams who like that, who who do that style of football. We seem to have dodged it a lot with managers in the, yeah. in the last few years, um, yeah, which, yeah, which, yeah, got... which kind of means we're waiting for one now <laughs> to yeah. come and change it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I think, yeah, the, 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 so those wingers, it'd be interesting to see whether that's, I suppose you know, we trust the the recruitment. It's been pretty good um, most of the time. I know that program, the BT Unplugged program, or plugged in, or whatever, where they followed him for a day, and the the levels of detail they go into for the recruitment, where it's not just okay, what do they do as a footballer? It's you know, it's how often do they play? What's their kind of recovery strength? You know, all about everything that they can do and would they fit into our style of play so i would imagine he's he's got a list that probably includes one or two premier league or championship youngsters that might come on loan along with maybe you know someone from a little bit left field, like joel cooper like gavin white was that's oh okay that's an interesting one and then maybe one or two that are from a you know leagues below but but might be that sort of like Rob Atkinson has done come from a from a conference club or national league club who's looking to push on and and and, and we buy those sort of you know we, we buy that type of player to to develop and move on um so it's going to be an interesting one to see see who we are who we're linked with yeah absolutely and uh it's um he says he's always talking to sort of a lot of potential candidates doesn't he so um we'll mm-hmm. have to uh have to have to have to see what he comes up with. But yeah, it's going to be someone yeah. none of us expected. Um, it's going to be a position that we didn't expect. Um, yeah. And they're probably going to be pretty good um, and yeah. surprise us. Um, so, you know, yeah. and round and round we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he also mentions one other position that he's seeking to strengthen. And I think that that perhaps that might be, he's, he's not disclosed that. And you wonder whether that is because of maybe an, an injury to one of our players that's not as, you know, as, as going to be longer term than we perhaps think. Or, or maybe we've had inquiries that we've not talked about and we know that there's a player going out. And if, if he says, oh, I'm looking to strengthen here, it's like, well, we've got strength there. Why do we, and, you know, hopefully Brannigan will be back. He's certainly back in training. I think he's played in some sort of practice matches. So he he's... I hope if he's starting to get into contact football, maybe sometime in January we might see him back. So the midfield's fairly, you know, central midfield. You look at what we've got there. I I, I think it might be somebody up front. If if I'm if I'm putting it out there, who I think else we're going to get in, I think it might be a, a forward. Yeah, we're still waiting for a, an update on on Winnell, aren't we? We doesn't really mm. seem to, we don't really seem to know. 
what the situation is with him or or when he yeah. may be back. Um, it's kind of a shame, isn't it? It was such sort of excitement when we signed him, and uh, mm. it seems to already be like, is he going to play any of this season? Or yeah, um, yeah. It's, he's not been not been there for for much, has he? So, no. Yeah. Um, how now? Now, are you um, a fan, Simon, of seamless mm. links? Now wait for this. If if you cast your mind back five minutes, we were talking about long ball football, and one of the sort of um, early sort of adopters of that was Mm. Wimbledon. Oh, so you see what I did there? And who have we got next? Perfect. Now Um, is it Wimbledon? Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, how they've not replaced sort of any talk shows with me yet? I don't know. I don't know because these are the sort of these are the sort of things I can do. I mean, oh yes, I'm a bit. If you're listening, you know, talk sport or yeah, I know. know, Yeah, they've they've never really they've never really replaced Parkinson, have they? I mean, I could do that. I could do that easily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Wimbledon. <laughs> well, that kind of that interview technique there, you know, Fraser. I hope you don't mind me saying it's kind of in in your genes, isn't it? You know, there's, there's some, you yeah. know back there, there's some definite, you know, it's from a from a long line of of uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Interviewers, but uh, distinguished, shall we say? Yeah, I mean, it stopped just before my 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 part. <laughs> yeah, skipped a generation. Yeah, I don't know. It, it hasn't reached me for some reason. Just, yeah, no, yeah, it didn't get this far. Um, but there we go. No, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Wimbledon coming up next on uh, on Boxing Day. Um, obviously, it's a home game. There's been the ticket allocation, but I think there's a there seems to be, and I'm I've I, I'm thinking. I can see us going into lockdown. I think it might come. We're, we're, yeah. we're obviously, if you look at the maps of tier four and tier two areas, we're kind of surrounded on, on two sides. You can't be surrounded on two sides, can you? I mean, yeah. Having said that, our pitch is surrounded <laughs> on three sides. So, okay, but let's say we're surrounded on three sides, Oxfordshire, yeah. um, by tier four areas. Rates are increasing. Um by the time this goes out, which even if you put it out in the next hour, yeah, could well be, I, we might be in tier four. I will, say, I will say, Tim, for your records, it's currently Wednesday the twenty third, and it's twenty past ten right now. Uh, so if this goes out, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this out today. So if, mm. <laughs> if um, <laughs> the tier has changed in Oxfordshire, we weren't. That's not our fault. Um, I, but the, uh, the yeah. government last night had said there's absolutely no way that anywhere else is going to change tier. We could predict fairly confidently that it would yeah. um, change here because I think it's kind of whatever they say hap- is not going to happen will happen um, <laughs> yeah. a bit of politics thank you very much my name's Ben Elton um, <laughs> but it, yeah I, I, I think if anyone's listening I think a lot of people certainly my social media and WhatsApp groups are kind of going I, I think Boxing Day might not happen for fans and I, you know I can see I can see why they might do that. They, they might continue to play the games and we watch it on iFollow. But I think with the with the rates increasing like they are, the, yeah. is it a risk worth taking? Yeah, no, and I think I, miss it, I, I, I think it's exactly that. To be honest, I think um, even if they haven't called Tier Four yet for Oxfordshire by Boxing Day, yeah. I'd imagine. I mean, sure, well, mind you, I was going to say surely there'll be a level of sort of preparation where they'll maybe contact things like football clubs and say, look, you're, here's a heads up. We're probably going to put you in four. You need to 
Yeah, but no, that's not going to happen. They're going to do it like that. <laughs> it will be at two o'clock on the 26th. Um, yeah. We're all tier four. Uh, but yeah, it, it does look like now that um, we probably won't have fans there on Boxing Day. Um, and um, I don't know about the rest of the season, to be honest. I mean, no, I think the season will be played, but yeah. I'm not sure about... Fa- I, I mean, this is, all con- this is all guesswork, but it does... There's is a feeling that um, there'll be a lockdown in January, February time. Um, yeah, and, I think you're right. And, I mean, that'll be no fans at all for the two months, will it? Um, so, yeah, I think it's easy to say um, that we won't, certainly won't have um, full capacity stadia um, by the end of the season. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, that's I guess that's where we are. But, you know, we've talked about this a lot, haven't we? It's just the situation we're in uh, at the moment. Um, but the actual team, Wimbledon, um, the mm. games, the game is away, isn't it? Uh, no, we're talking about games away. Uh, the game, <laughs> it's at home. We just, we just, blow, we just day. talked yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, going, they're away. Yeah. They're away. This, see, this is why I'm not getting the Parkinson job because I'm forgetting <laughs> things like that. I've got to work on that. Sorry. Right. Tangent FM. That's Wimbledon. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, they're two points better off than us, aren't they? Um, they are. Fifteenth, yeah. and we played a, one game fewer. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. Um, they're kind of a. They seem to be a team that. Every other season, they have a really bad year and just survive in League One. And then the other year, they they sort of are firmly mid-table or, or doing okay. Um, yeah, I've. I, I, if this game was four game for four days after the Northampton game, or three days after, I'd I'd be. Uh, I think I'd be more confident now, but I just kind of feel like there's been a bit of a gap that we didn't need, um, but. Look, I mean, I think we've we've certainly got the confidence in the squad at the moment to to be able to do something here. Um, it's a team that we need to this fixture we need to eye up and think. Look, we can if we're serious about doing something in the second half of the season. This is a game we're going to have to win. And does Plymouth follow the Wimbledon game? Because I think it, that uh, it does. I, I think, think they're yes. currently one place um, above Wimbledon. Um, so right, it'll yeah. be really yeah. interesting to see how we come out of these two games. Because um, mm. it's kind of a little battle amongst the, some sort of mid-table sides. Um, yeah. That we we've got to look. Yeah. At, I I think we've got to look at both these games and look for six points. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It, 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 there's you've only got to look at, at their form, our form, everyone's form at the moment is a bit patchy, difficult to to sort of judge how you know. Just having a, a quick look at Wimbledon's form, and they've lost three of the last four. Um, Quite heavily, Charlton beaten and five two, Bristol Rovers beaten four two, but then at the start of December they've beaten Peterborough, who were going well, but then Peterborough have hit a bit of a, a sort of slightly iffy form, and and everybody seems to be in that sort of, it's all a bit patchy, forms a bit patchy, no one's really putting you know a real string of you, a team looks like they're going to you know look at Doncaster who put a little run of form together and then Shrewsbury have beaten them last week and Shrewsbury all of a sudden have, have, have picked up results I think they've beaten um, I think they beat Doncaster Hull and Lincoln all 1-0 and all of a sudden it's like oh okay Shrewsbury just hitting some form and it's yeah yeah it's a it's it's a really tough one to call like you say we, sh- we should be looking at this and going actually there's a real chance of you know play as well as we did second half against Northampton and there's no reason why we couldn't 
get six points. You're right. Yeah, it's... absolutely. I think that's exactly where we've got to be aiming. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for a 2-0 win on Boxing yeah. Day. I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, we've been keeping clean sheets. Um, they've been shipping goals. So, yeah, I think that's a, a good shout. I'm going to go maybe let's go 3-1 um, with because we might have just sort of had our little run of clean sheets and, and that might not last too much longer. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we'll take that. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go three, one. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Plymouth. Yeah. Plymouth are talking about teams in form. Well, they're in a, in a poor run of form. Um, started the season quite well, some good results. And then um, six, five, six games on the trot, they lost, but then beat Milton Keynes, in their last game out um and again Milton Keynes were a kind of a, a team that were were doing okay and and just didn't quite sort of yeah they've they've hit some weird form as well it's it's tough isn't it? yeah it's uh <laughs> I, I really don't know but that's, that's, quite, that's the great thing about football isn't it we've got no we've yeah. the games with absolutely no idea what's going to happen yeah why do we do a pod side because all we you know the job of this <laughs> podcast is to like analyze and judge the next i've got no idea it's <laughs> why are there football pods it's crazy <laughs> having said that though i think that's probably providing the the accurate insight into this because yeah. if, if you know, one of the other pods. Hi, other pods. Happy Christmas, other pods. Hi, other pods. If they came on and said, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, you've only got to look at how we've been playing, how we've been playing, and, and I can predict with some certainty it's going to be this result. You can't. That's, no. That's how this, this season is going at the moment. Yeah. With, with Sometimes there's fans in, and then, then there's not, and then there's little runs of form, and then games get pro- postponed, and, and then you miss a game, and it's oh, it's stop-start, the, the form is stop-start, and it's, if anyone claims that they can predict what's going to happen, I know we have, well, we've, we've claimed what we think will happen, we've had a guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put any money on it whatsoever. This is not legally it's, binding. It's, <laughs> no, no, but it, I think that's where this season is going to be such a weird one, yeah. because teams will have a little run of form, two or three, four games on the trot, they'll win, or they'll lose, or you know, like we did, we'll draw three on the trot, and then, and then you win one. And really, I've got no idea what's going to happen no. in the next one. It, it's such a, a weird season, yeah. and I think it's clearly having that sort of effect on play. Premier League as well. You've only got to look at some of the results that are happening in the Premier League, mm. and it's it's going back to those weird. I know there was a, a tweet going around of of a Boxing Day. Uh, results from like 1962 or something like that and there were like 10 ones and six fours and stuff like that and it was kind of like yeah they were those were the days when you know you didn't have a, an alcohol ban on players they were getting on it on christmas day yeah absolutely <laughs> so um, whatever happens, yeah happen, we shall see whether we're there or not yeah. yeah if we're not we'll be um if we are and if if you're going um then we are allowed to go then Give a little, a little extra cheer for those that can't make it. Yeah. Um, and um, get behind the boys. Uh, Absolutely. If, we, if none of us can go, then it will be, you know, I guess a turkey sandwich in front of the telly and, and a WhatsApp group chat with your, with your friends and, you know, just, just say, reach out to people. Obviously, Christmas, going a little bit off tangent again, Christmas can be tough for some people if they're on their own yeah. or whatever. And you know, people are on their own. Absolutely. Reach yeah. out, just, just sort of tweet or message people you know and just sort of say how are you doing um 
hope you're okay, happy Christmas, that kind of thing. Uh, it's going to be, everyone's going to be in a slightly weird situation, obviously, yeah. and not, not doing what they would normally do, mm-hmm. which Boxing Day for a lot of people is, is, is the game they look forward to most. I don't know about you, Fraser, it's always been one I've enjoyed. That was your first game, wasn't it? Um, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, can't remember if it was. We played Crystal Palace and Cardiff on a Boxing Day and then New Year's Day too, and we won one four nil, I think one five nil. Oh, nice. it yeah. I think it was Crystal Palace on the Boxing Day, but yeah, yeah. and that was it. That was it. I was hooked. You know, yeah, a big uh, crowd, and yeah, it's yeah. I'm trying to think what my favourite Boxing Day was, but it's probably the one in my memory is the the promotion season. I think we beat Exeter City three nil, um, and the. The yeah. Lundstrom scored a decent goal down our end. Um, we had a few ropey results on Boxing Day in recent years, haven't we? Um, mm. uh, but we seem to we seem to do really well with getting the fixture at home. Um, yes, I mean not yeah. not like, I don't mean well in the fixture. I mean in, in, in no, just getting a home fixture. We we seem yeah. to get one quite a lot, mm. um, more so than we don't uh, in recent yeah. years. I'm sure uh, talking about. Favorite home, home, uh, favorite boxing. Now I'm going to go back to a, a Division One game back in the old First Division when we were up there, and we played Liverpool on Boxing Day. Now, I, my brother, um, is a kind of he, he used to he, he'd go and watch Oxford, but he he also followed Liverpool as well. Had done since he was you know a, a real small kid. That was his other team. I never had another team really, but he did. But Oxford as well. Um, we played Liverpool on Boxing Day, and his. I think they were, were they married then? No, they weren't married then, but it was his girlfriend. He later married, but is no longer with her. But um, she'd never been to a game before. Not a, not a proper game, if you like. you know. And um, I guess it must have been quite easy to get tickets because I'd, I'd got them tickets and we, you know, it wasn't hard to do. Um, so I guess it was back in those... If we'd be playing Liverpool now on Boxing Day, it'd be a different matter. But mm. so... We were talking about getting there early because it was going to be busy and um, it was, I think the weather wasn't great. So we, she said, we, was, we used to stand on the beach road terrace. So uh, she was saying, well, if it rains, I'll, I'll take a brolly. And like, you, know, you, you can't really take a brolly. We're going to be stood on the terraces. <laughs> you know, brolly's not a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it rains, I'll go and sit in the car and watch it. <laughs> no, 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 we'll be parked quite a way away. I'm sure I like the sound of this. He was going anyway. So we get in there. It's it's rammed. You know, it's it's like it would be on Boxing Day, twelve or 13,000 in the old manor ground. And we're all squashed in. And, uh, it, you know, we've been there 15, 20 minutes or an hour, you know, quite a while anyway, getting more and more sort of crammed in and uh, gets to about quarter to three. And she says... Uh, Oh, it's getting a lot of people in. Do you think everyone's in? You know, do you think that's it? Or you know, is everyone in now? Yeah, pretty much. I would imagine there'll be a few latecomers, but you know, yeah, pretty much everyone who's who's going to be in is now probably in. She says, "Well, if if they're all here, why don't they start early?" <laughs> <laughs> and that was just sort of like, yeah, okay. So that that's. I mean, this is yeah, what was that? That was sort of like the mid eighties. So it's. 20, 30 odd years ago now, but it's still her saying, well, if everyone's here, why don't they start now? I just thought, yeah. I, I, we were going, 
you can just imagine it at uh, you know sports report and uh, you know midway sort of about half past four they're, they're running through the and there was you know the, the such and such a game here they're into the into the 70th minute here and, uh, and but we've got the result from the managers Liverpool Liverpool two Oxford two they kicked off early that kind of reminds me of um, there's an old Paul Merton joke uh, about. He goes on about uh, Baker Street claiming to be the first tube station and says, well, where did it go to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it? It's like the first phone. Yeah, like the first phone. Yeah. Who did, like, you call, who did you phone? Yeah, who are you ringing? Yeah. <laughs> right. no, that's... Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe that's something, if you're listening to this and you've, you, you follow us on Twitter and whatever, um, yeah, Boxing Day memories. What was... What was uh, 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 a boxing day memory for you as a fan. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, if I could say, if you're listening to this today, which is the 23rd of December, um, listen out tomorrow, Christmas Eve, for the Terrace um, special that we did uh, with Carl from the Terrace. Um, so the online um, apparel merchandise shop. Um, yeah, so it was a really good sort of in-depth interview we did with him. It was about an hour long one. Yeah. And that's, that's coming out tomorrow on uh, Christmas Eve. So look out for that. Our Christmas present to you, yeah. as, uh, as listeners. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, everyone for listening. Yeah, um, we've done the high team. Ash, who's uh, who's done the uh, the Thames Path Walk, um, and a few people as well who've done other charity. Obviously, Ash did a fantastic. Mister Ox did the um, Oxford um, co- um, the Thames Path yeah. uh, for charity. I know um, Laura Saunders has done um, a cycle ride for charity. And who's there's another person? Uh, Grund- doing... Grundy Oxford. Um, yes, I, I don't. I, I don't know. Marathon, isn't it, for every win or something? Yeah, like it's amazing. He's he's running a marathon in London for every time we win a game. So at the start of the season, he was probably loving it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Cigar on. Yeah. yeah. So he. I don't know if he's done the. Is it five wins we've had? I don't know if he's done the five yet. Um, but yeah, he updates it on Twitter. It looks amazing. Um, so yeah, so uh, donate to that if you can. Yeah, um, I was going to say yeah, if you can donate to any of those or, or anything else yeah. you see. You know, obviously we're not we're not things are tight for some people. For other people, if you're not doing anything, like I'm not, I'm not driving to work. I'm working from home. I'm not really paying out on football tickets or travel. So you know, if you've got a, a little bit spare, um, a lot of people at this time of the year could do with that. Um, I know as a club we do a, an awful lot. So yeah. Thank you to the club for the stuff they do in the community and, and I know um, around the hospitals at this time of year, it's something they do. I guess that'll have to be slightly different this year. You know, players can't be going into hospitals and meeting people in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a no-no. But no. um, yeah, just a, 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 a big happy Christmas to all Oxford fans. Hope you're all well. Yeah. Um, stay safe. And look after each other. Uh, right, Kath, if you want to come back on the pod, because the people are demanding this, right? They are. And that's not me like saying they want it, but I don't. We want it too. Even though yeah. suddenly, you know, we'd look silly because you'd trump us with your football knowledge. <laughs> They'd be like <laughs> expert words used and things, not just them like, pass ball! And then things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Kath, if you want to come back on the pod, our door is always open. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> <laughs> hi Liam. <Help> us. <laughs> yes. Hi Liam. Yeah, hi Paul. Both Liam's that hi, was. Hi, Both Liam's, Liam's that was. Yeah, ye
and and literally anyone else who, who knows us and and follows us and <laughs> just anyone it, anyone in the world part of the year <laughs> we're, we're, we're now stood at the door the engine someone's in the car with the engine <laughs> right now, so we, we've still not left yet so, get out my house <laughs> <laughs> we're going santa's on his way yeah so uh, right yeah. okay well happy christmas everybody yeah uh stay safe and uh we'll see you hopefully before the new year but if not it will be in the new year so uh Take care of each other and goodbye. Bye.